Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, we'll be asking, why is Freemasonry a secret society? Chances are, if you know nothing but one thing about Freemasonry, you will know that it is a secret society. And for this, Freemasonry has been under fire from the very start, drawing criticism from pretty much every echelon of society. So, Brother Earnshaw, what is your take on this? Well, uh, frankly, I think it's actually quite natural to be secretive. Uh, for example, your bank account, your bank uh, will not confirm or deny that you have a bank account with them. Uh, they will not tell a member of the public if you send money overseas or even where you receive money from. And of course, they won't tell anyone what your bank balance is. Uh, that is their job. And so, but nobody calls a bank a secret society. I suppose in some ways you could call it a private society more than a secret society. Yes, of course. As, and of course, an individual also keeps secrets about um, his life. For example, a person's salary, uh, their savings, uh, the plans for the future. So what is different about a society that studies morality that want to keep its membership and revenue secret? Yes. Um, well, is that all that's secret in Freemasonry? Actually, no. Um, so the most important thing is that Freemasonry wants to keep its rituals secret. Mm -hmm. Now, thanks to the inter internet and uh, change in attitudes, the rituals are easily attainable. But in the early 18th century, it would have been uh, actually quite important to keep everything secret because Freemasonry's ritual was its intellectual property. Nowadays, we understand Freemasonry to be a charity, but 250 years ago, I don't think that was the main objective. Uh, they wanted to build a new organization that, and so they needed new members. Uh, if there were no secrets to share, then nobody would have been attracted to Freemasonry. Uh, there are already places you could go for drinks, uh, mm -hmm. pubs and bars. So what people wanted was to experience a spiritual mystery. And this not only attracted people, but it also made uh, Freemasonry quite rich. Uh, in Victorian England, uh, Freemasons built hospitals and retirement homes for its members. I see. That makes perfect sense when put into that context. So how did the first Freemasons write the secret ritual? Yeah, so that's what my research uh, is based on. I believe that they found an ancient initiation ritual that they used as the core of their rituals. And they enciphered it using a technique that had been promoted by John Wilkins uh, in his book, Mercury, or the secret and swift messenger that uh, he wrote in 1641. The result was that the ritual Masons now use is actually a puzzle designed to teach a much more important lesson than a peculiar system of morality. May I just read four lines from one of the introductory prefaces of Mercury by Richard West? Oh, great, yes. Since we true serpents like do little wrong with any other member but the tongue, 
You tell us how we may by gestures talk, how feet are made to speak as well as walk. Well, I'm sure this will strike an accord with many a yes. mason, which leads me to ask, how do we begin to unravel this puzzle? <laughs> right. So uh, it all starts with actually recognizing that the ritual is a puzzle. And once you start thinking in those terms, you've got to start a kind of interrogating anything that seems strange. And an obvious place to look, and of course, um, it depends on your ritual, but I'm using the web ritual, uh, which is probably the most popular in the United States. Um, so the place to look is the lectures. Uh, for example, where uh, it states that Pythagoras exclaimed Eureka. Well, we know this is wrong because any schoolboy knows that it was Archimedes mm. that said Eureka when he got into the bath. Um, or another strange kind of um, uh, hint is where it explains the size of King Solomon's temple. The lecture states there were 1,453 columns and 2,906 pilasters. Well, when we read Josephus's Antiquities of the Jew, Jews, he states that there are only 162 columns. And secondly, the second number, 2,906, is exactly twice the size of the first. So there has to be a relationship. What is this about? And that is actually the real secret we're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, so I mean, it's, it's to summarize this question about secrecy, the first Freemasons were teaching a spiritual alchemy, and they did not want everyone to know about it because first it would devalue the teachings and then nobody would want to join. And secondly, it was their intellectual property. And so by limiting access to it, actually they increased its value. Thank you, Brother Earnshaw. Once you start to read between the lines and see the codes, you'll see the ritual for what it really is. Yep. I had an inclination about this before joining, but I've only had the confidence to pursue this after reading your books. Thank you very much for that, Christopher. And thank you for sharing it and making it so accessible. You're and I'd just like to add, for further information, please see Brother Earnshaw's books. Uh, well, that brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square and we will meet soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.